Hello from Education International in Brussels. This is Ed Voices, a podcast of global education news and advocacy. Hello, everyone. Against the backdrop of this year's 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, we're hosting a conversation with three of the women on EI's executive board. Uh, The EI president, Susan Hopgood from um, AEU in Australia, Diane Wolachuk, the chair of the EI Status of Women's Committee from CTF Canada, and Nadine Malloy, executive board member from JTA Jamaica. Welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Natalie. So for this conversation, I wanted to see if you could speak a little bit about your thinking around the role that trade unions, especially education unions, um, can play when it comes to uh, making a contribution to eradicating gender-based violence. I don't need to tell any of you about the you know, rapid and alarming increase and gender-based violence that we've all witnessed, no matter where we are in the world, uh, over the last nearly 20 months now. So what is the role of leadership and unions when it comes to, to dealing with this issue? If I can go to you first, Susan. Um, yes, well, look, we, we sort of have a, a, a dual role, um, I sometimes feel, because, um, uh, you know, as, as trade unions... Uh, we have a very specific role around um, uh, health and safety uh, of workers um, in general. Um, but as education um, unions, because we also have a responsibility for our students and for the next generation, we have an educational responsibility uh, as well. So it, it's, a, it's a double role, in fact, and it's a very important one, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Diane? Well, I think there's one of the major things that we can do as trade unions is to highlight gender-based violence really as a workplace issue and not just a workplace issue. Um, You know, that's in line with what Susan was saying about our occupational health and health and safety and all of those kinds of things, responsibilities but also the incredible harm and the effect that domestic violence has on workers when they're trying to carry out their responsibilities at work and they experience such incredible violence and vulnerability at home. I know there are some unions in Canada, that that, uh, education unions that have started to negotiate leave for uh, people who are experiencing Uh, domestic violence so that they can try to address those kinds of issues, have some time, you know, to address those issues at home. And I think unions have a real opportunity to work together and also to collaborate with civil society partners to make that shift from, and, and we need to raise awareness and continue to raise awareness, but to then make the shift from the education part of it, if you like, to a real uh, to action, uh, eradicating that violence that, that is so debilitating and, and controlling for women and really represents such a, a terrible incursion on women's uh, 
um, well, not just women. I mean, others, men experience uh, domestic violence too. But I mean, principally, uh, is it is women who experience domestic violence and violence in the workplace, and to ensure that 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 uh, incursion on their human rights is is stopped. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Nadine? My perspective, Madeline, it would be very similar to Suzanne's and, and Diane's perspective. Um, I see us as representing a group of persons who work with a captive audience for an extended period of time. We represent a mostly a feminized profession. And when you put those two together, mm-hmm. we are on two ends, if you ask me. We, and especially in my role as a supervisor, I am aware of the emotional and the physical abuse, violence that women face on a daily basis. Yes, men do face it too, but it's more so for women. And as Diane spoke to activism, I see us moving in a direction and we have done so in the past. So we are learning from the experiences that we've had where we can just make a build awareness of what is happening. For example, here in Jamaica, the sexual harassment and violence in the work against, uh, well, I'm not getting the title quite right, but the bill that will speak to sexual harassment and violence in uh, the workplace, it's being debated as we speak. And what we are doing is ensuring that our membership become aware of what the bill says, what the bill will do, um, what are the loopholes, what are the discussion points. It's actually at the stage now where it is being debated. It has been written in to a law, but it has not been promulgated. It hasn't gone through the final stages yet. So we are at the stage when we can discuss it. So what we're doing in this instance is ensuring that our membership is totally aware of what the implications are and what benefits they stand to gain from the bill being uh, promulgated. Um, Again, I say we have a captive audience and that gives us a front seat, a captive audience of primarily females. And that gives us a front seat in helping to change attitudes and behaviors. Right. Thank you. Actually, all of what you said also is very closely linked to the, the need for leadership. Right. And how that leadership is practiced. So people talk a lot about, you know, transformative leadership in your view and in your experience, because all of you are leaders at the highest level, actually, within the education trade union movement. What kind of leadership do you feel could be transformative to get us to where we need to get to? I'll start with you this time, Nadine. Uh, Transformational leadership, proactive leadership, leadership that is informed. And I am very big on talking about creating relationships and connections. Uh, For example, who heads the sexual uh, uh, unit in our country? Are we connecting with that person? Who is a senator who is taking the lead in debating the bill? Are we bringing her to the table? That's the kind of connections I believe that we need to have. Be proactive, be informed, and network like crazy. I'm sorry if I'm saying it in a very informal way. Network, bring people to the table who can help you share that message and convince persons that they need to speak up, speak out, and take action. Great. And you, Diane? 
Well, I think there's a lot we can do to build on uh, in our within our own uh, trade unions as well. Uh, following up on uh, what Nadine has said, um, I think we need to aim high. We know what needs to happen in order to bring about this desired change. So then, what? What are the actions? What are the steps that need to be taken in order to achieve that change? Now, you know, what process? What strategies are we going to need in place to uh, to make that happen? Um, I think we need to do a lot of work to empower others, particularly women, to uh, mentor and encourage leadership in women more broadly, um, sharing that power uh, helping helping people to to grow in their own leadership skills and then to see how they can exercise those skills and uh, I think very very important is that we need to do some I guess I would call it succession planning I mean it's one thing within a union or within a country to make some steps towards um, uh, equality for women and getting rid of gender-based violence. But if you don't have ongoing structures in place, then it's very easy to to lose that. And even with the structures, I mean, that's one thing the pandemic has shown us is just how fragile some of those gains uh, can be. So I think we need to be very analytical and very uh, determined about how we can build within our unions and then more broadly uh, to ensure that the progress that we make, uh, you know, continues that and that we can continue to build on that. Mm -hmm. And Susan? Well, I think that last point you made, Diane, is such an important one. It's sort of like a, um, sustainability of leadership, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, uh, it, you know, when I think about... Um, leadership and the importance of, of um, transformational leadership in this particular context. Um, it seems to me that um, what, what is critical is that, you know, good leaders uh, can ensure that uh, everybody is brought to the table, that actually leaders are not just speaking for themselves or in a sense their organisational structures, but they're actually speaking for those who they represent. And the way that, you know, good leaders, transformational leaders can do that is, you know, you know the way they do that is by, by ensuring that, that, that people have a say. They have an opportunity mm -hmm. to talk about their own experiences, that they understand that, you know, that the, the union, for example, the education union, um, is not only uh, wanting to hear from them, but wanting to talk about what needs they have to change their lives and to make and make their working lives better and also uh, their family lives better so i think you know for me that it, it is that you know and, and both diane and um uh, nadine said this it's about bringing people together it's about um networking it is all of those things but 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 most importantly to me it's a, it, it's about bringing people to the table to be able to talk about, talk together about what it is we want change, we want to bring about. Because if we do that, then it is likely to be, as you say, Diane, it is likely to be change which occurs and, and changes and changes the way 
life is. I mean, we, we've had, you know, look, it's, it's been very difficult in Australia over the last period of time um, uh, because, not because suddenly we've had a lot of domestic violence or suddenly we've yeah. had you know, a lot of uh, violence in the workplace. It's always been there. Um, but but uh, it, 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 it has come into the forefront of the conversation of the country much more so in recent times and um, and uh, and brought about by in, in some ways some of those uh, discussions have been brought about by by some young women who were able to talk about their own experiences so when I think about what has happened you know in Australia you know those young women talked about their 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 experiences but other women leaders came in to uh, you know to work with them and to and to move the conversation on I think that was that you know that's a really good example I think of uh, you know of transformational leadership. Great, thank you. Um, well, so to wrap up, maybe I can ask each of you, Susan. You've just mentioned young women, um, and I'm thinking about that uh, from your own experience. What example, if a young woman came to you, or you saw a young woman in your union um, or in the unions around you coming through uh, the ranks, who looks like you know they may well go all the way to the top. What advice would you give to them? What could they do or what have you done? What piece of action? What's your own individual contribution, right? We're all talking about change. We want, there needs to be action. That means each of us is responsible for something. So what, what piece of advice would you hand over all? I will ask uh, Diane first. <laughs> Thank you. Let me think about that for a minute. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's a very big question, honestly. And if I were to say, what would I say? I would say you have to be practical and you have to be inspirational. So what about being practical? Well, what are the actual challenges? You know, Susan was just saying, what is it in the real lives of, of people? that they want to see changed uh, in this context. So, okay, what's that going to mean? How are we going to go about that? Uh, what's the process? How can we build awareness, network? What are all the steps that need to be put into that? And be, in a sense, pretty analytical about it because we have to be, um, if we want that change to have the long-term impact that we're seeking, then uh, you know we have to be very clear about the the uh, maybe it's some kind of legislative goals, not just for your country, but within your own union. Do we need to change? Look at changing some bylaws. What are the policies looking like? What other kinds of practices will enhance the sense of safety that that uh, people have? And keep our eye on that goal. And then on the inspirational side, um, you know, I think we have to keep these issues always before the constituency that we want to bring on board and what are the ways that we can do that. And uh, I, I keep going back to this in my own thinking and my own life, but it's a, a quotation from Martin Luther King Jr. about how, you know, take the first step. Uh, if you're thinking about climbing a staircase, you don't know when you start exactly where that staircase is going to go. It may have some twists and turns and you will probably have to take some steps back, maybe not from your own volition, but because there's going to be pushback, there's going to be struggle. But to keep going, to, because some at some point, 
you know, with determination and just a real zeal for change and a zeal for the rights of people, for them to be able to live their lives fully, then we, I really believe we will get there. Thank you. Nadine? I usually say to them, first thing is, get a tough skin. Because like Diane just said, there's going to be pushback. Um, not because you're a woman and you speak well and you're informed, it's going to be a showing. No, it's not. You're going to get, you're going to find opposition in places you never expected it. So having said that, I usually say to them as well, get yourselves educated, informed in the broadest possible way. Know about the issues that are taking place across the country. And when I do have the opportunity to speak to persons in other territories in the Caribbean, I say, you know, know what's happening across the Caribbean as well. Get yourself informed about what's happening globally. You know, subscribe to uh, different magazines, different, uh, you know, organizations that will give you information about what is happening in the world of trade unionism, in the world of education. And even more recently, I've been telling people about to look more closely at the future of work. What is it going to be looking like? So I usually say that to them. Where I have the opportunity to do so, I usually push people in a particular direction. I get them to volunteer in a committee here. I you know, submit a name here or there. It doesn't always work, Madeline. <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, I, I do that. The current president, uh, president-elect of the JTA, I met her when I ran for president and one uh, interaction with her and I decided she can make a president. And um, I actually did get some pushback when I started taking her as a classroom teacher, contact teacher, shop steward, um, whatever you call it, union representative. I sent her to national meetings and people were like, whoa, she's just come. Well, she's paying her dues. And 10 years later, she is about to take the presidency. So I find mm-hmm. that when we support people, when we are on the inspirational, emotion, um, you know, emotive side of things, you build relationships with them. When people are, you know, feeling down, not thinking that they can make it, just be there for them. That, that for me, works all the time. Thank you. And over to you, Susan. So now I've had plenty of time. And, <laughs> uh, and, and that helps. Uh, and I think I'd come to it from a slightly different, just a, a slightly different perspective. Um, uh, look, I think leadership comes in all sorts of all, all sorts of forms and all sorts of levels. So um, I, I think you know my advice to uh, to uh, young young women in particular is always that uh, you know you have to understand yourself and you have to understand your own your own realities and you have to understand what you believe in yourself. You have to know what you believe. So that you can find your place. Um, that, that's the first thing. Uh, secondly, um, because this was my experience, um, having uh, women in particular around you supporting you is really critical. Mm-hmm. So networking, having a network, not networking, because it almost sounds like you're just out there, you know, trying yeah. to achieve something, but having a network, having support from others, working with others, actually supporting others actually as well. Uh, to achieve leadership would be would be the, the second thing I'd say because I think that's really um, important uh, for for um, 
for, for those who, who actually do see themselves as wanting to take, you know, sort of the higher leadership positions, if you like. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I suppose my third point would be you really, you do really need determination because there will be a lot of times when there will be there will be people who want to push you out who don't who don't want you to be successful whether it's simply because they don't agree with you um, or whether it's because they've got their own candidate mm-hmm. whatever it is but you do you know you really do need to be determined um, uh, about what what it is you want to achieve it's not leadership for leadership's sake actually it's not actually achieving the you know in my case the federal secretary's position of my union just because I wanted to be Federal Secretary of the Union. In fact, I never even gave that a thought, to be quite honest, that that's where I would end up. Um, I, I ended up here because, in, in fact, um, you know, I was uh, I was encouraged and I was included and, uh, you know, and people around me did, I think, recognise that I had something to offer. So, you know, that that's the important role that we have to play for, for others. I believe, um, but you do need determination because without that, you know, somewhere along the line, uh, it's easy enough to be defeated. But yeah. you know, but I do go to the point that leadership, you know, is not just getting to sort of the top of the organisation. That you know, all forms of leadership we should encourage um, uh, uh, amongst those around us, particularly young women and and women, because you know, with more women taking leadership roles, the greater chance that we have of, um, of, of changing, uh, changing the, the world we live in. You know, I just, I will go back to that one of those young women who I mentioned earlier on. One of those young women was a woman who, when she was 15, she was groomed by a teacher. And, and um, it, it's a, a terrible story, actually. But when she was, uh, two or three years later, she spoke out and um, and he was charged. But she was not allowed to speak out more generally in the community and name herself and say because of the laws, which were supposedly protecting her, but in actual fact protected him. And so she continued to fight against those laws. So she had that determination. She had her own terrible experience. She was so determined that she was going to change it for others. And she ended up being our, um, this year, the Australian, Australian of the Year. And she's been able to use that whole year to speak to those who themselves were victims of, of, um, uh, of that, that form of uh, well, uh, gender-based violence. And, um, and, but, but as a leader, she, 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 you know, to me, She's a true example of a transformational leader because she not only was able to understand her own experience and put it into the um, uh, hands of or the ideas, the minds of others, she made others realise that they could speak out and collectively brought about change and brought about legal change. Perfect example of, of leadership. They're the sort of people we want. Uh, we need to nourish them. We need to, in fact, provide those opportunities and we need to absolutely support them and do everything mm-hmm. we can. Thank you. Thank all of you very much. I appreciate you taking the time at the crack of dawn, late at night, beginning of your day, 
Thank you. There's the bell. <laughs> How appropriate was that? To get the latest global education news and advocacy, subscribe to Ed Voices on your favorite podcast app or anytime on SoundCloud. And as always, tell a friend, spread the word, and please give us a review on iTunes. Thank you.